this is Just Another Thought Process. Just another what? Just Another Thought. Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Thought Process. Thought process, thought process, thought process, thought process. With me, uh, finally. James is finally back. I think I it's been, am, I think it's been months. Back. I think it's been months since you've been on one. It has. I've just um, our, our schedules just haven't really glued together. Nah, I think he just he just just ditching me. It's what it oh, is. Everyone, Shh, it. it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about vulnerability. I'm pretty yeah, sure. So we've been yeah having a little discussion, just going back and forth about <laughs> it. Got a bit deep. Yeah, and now we're going to share some of this with you. So essentially, little, little <laughs> questions, um, what we think vulnerability might be, um, examples of it, and how we would kind of like go through it, and why people would. Yeah, we're going to try, I think, a new structure again. So I still haven't, still haven't fallen on, on a structure that we completely like yet, but this one we're going to ask ourselves questions, and then both answer them, rather than asking each other questions. So it's like an interview of ourselves. Of ourselves. But you know what? From, again, From it, our past it, selves. It's probably going to go on like little tangents, little roller coasters. It's going yeah, to go on a, on a little yeah, adventure. Those rabbit holes tend to be quite ah, deep. They're the best. No yeah. oh, fun. It's like Alice in Wonderland. So we're going to start with Alice in Wonderland. We're going to start with uh, this question, which is, what do you associate with the term vulnerability? Wow. Mm. Vulnerability, it, it, it's kind of a really open, broad term. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like what, what makes you vulnerable, I suppose? And, well, and then the, the, the associations physi- to them. Physical vulnerability or mental vulnerability? Yeah, that's exactly it. So I guess association with vulnerability, probably from, you probably think more of women. I think that's the first thing that will probably come to your mind. You, don't, don't, you rarely think of a man being vulnerable and sharing what because he's feeling. Because alpha male. Mm. You know, you've got to be strong. <laughs> you've got to be tough. You've got to, uh, you know hold everyone up without without showing any weakness and that, much, that's another thing you think that's of weakness. exactly it. especially in in uh association with men if you're a man and you're vulnerable it's it's it, it's very ingrained in us that if you're yeah. vulnerable you're kind of weak which is definitely not the case no it's actually quite difficult to share stuff like they, they share can. something that that you that you don't really feel comfortable with yet yeah, that you're just learning about yourself and, 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 and ex- not exposing it, but being able to realize what it is and then put it into words and share it with someone is, is oddly That's it. scary. And, and it is. It's, it's, it's personal experiences. Yep. It's um, experiences uh, in social situations. Mm. Vulnerability can be so many things. And again, they can, they can stem from friends, social groups, um, uh, growing up, home life. Um, it, it can be so many things. Hmm. So that's how that's what we, we associate with the term vulnerability. So we want to go through a definition. So this is Google. If you go to Google and type in vulnerability definition, this is what you will get. I want you to read it, Mister Us. Me, okay. The quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. Cool. That's kind of that, that that's the kind of that's a scary thing to actually think about, because no one wants to be in in a situation where they can be attacked or harmed again, be yeah. it via physical violence or emotional violence, blackmail, whatever it is. 
it, it, it's not it's never something everyone wants to really have to have to deal with mm, and confrontation also um, falls into that category as well confrontation or the putting yourself in that sort of on the spot almost yeah, on the spot but putting yourself in that situation because you're making that choice to do it as well is mm. is, is a bit alarming uh, and I suppose it's us with this podcast. We're kind of <laughs> uh, we're kind of very vulnerable to feedback that the, the, the community can kind of give us. Yeah, you yeah. You guys are the worst. Get off. Stop making a podcast. <laughs> I haven't heard that <laughs> Turn yet. Turn the mics off. <laughs> Not yet, thankfully. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's part of it. Sort of, you are expressing parts of yourself to the public, whether they listen to you or not, um, and it's parts of yourselves that that again you you take for granted or you don't even know you could be expressing and you are sharing that um consciously or unconsciously and i guess that is part of it definitely definitely yeah but not on sort of a global scale what what i guess from a young age where we taught how to express ourselves freely um were you i suppose like my family my my my, my personal experiences um, I'm in a relatively, I'm actually in, in a very open, open household. If you, if you think something, you say it. Um, sometimes you do get some judgment about it. And sometimes there's some yelling in the house, but that's just the way it's always been. Well, for me and anyway. And then I suppose for other people, actually for like a, a cultural thing for us in school, a really good example is primary school. You're kind of only taught to express yourself when you put your hand up. So you need permission to give an answer, to talk, to to actually be part of the group. It's very controlled. Yeah, and it is. If you say the wrong thing, you become you, you know can what, become you, a target. You can be ridiculed by your peers. Yeah. No one wants that. No. And I, I remember for myself at least, put my hand up sometimes and I say the wrong thing. I was like, come on. Seriously? And then deep down it's it's not a huge thing, but it's like you know, yeah, like it's, it's negative uh, reinforcement and you're like, oh, do I really want to do it again? Because I know what's going to happen, yeah. right? You're going to get the same thing, which if we're going back to um, sort of doubt, you know, that's part of every time I put my hand up and, and oh. I would go red and then we're back on that. So that was a guest form of vulnerability there. Um, and I guess my experience, you know, throughout, I don't know, I don't really remember discussing my emotions no yeah throughout school at all like again mine came through my music probably a lot of my emotions did you know and as as i got older the more the more uh vocabulary i knew the more i was able to express myself whereas you know when i was in high school it was pretty much just like oh love song love song love song love song (laughs) annoyed love song love song love song it was just the you know, same just, thing yeah. over and over and over again you know because the only two things i would i was feeling was anger and infatuation and you know what's really funny about that is for me if anything happens in my life or something that i either really love or really bloody hate i go back to my guitar and for me i just i just either i just play it until my fingers hurt mm. and i'm emotionally drained or I sit there and I just write everything out in a book and then I just sing it to myself and, and somehow whack, whack together a, a little song that's cool. only meant for myself. Well, it also gave you resolution. You're like, I put it down on paper. You're like, this is 
coming from me someplace that I, that I, that it's yeah. internal. And and it's so interesting because I've I've kept everything. Mm. So I've got everything from like you can shoot, read from, back from, from like, like, like a decade ago. So it's like it's my own little time capsule mm-hmm. in my book. Mm. I wish you did that. Dad made me keep it, all my stuff. Do you have everything though? Not everything. Because I remember, I've still got some recordings of you. You do, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I read back on some of it and I was reading it. I'm like, this is utter garbage. <laughs> I thought it was. Dad was like, some of it was good. I'm like, some of it. I'm reading back. I'm like, what the well, hell? This I'm is like, horrible. I did the same thing. I'm I'm like, I look back every night and I'm like, what the hell? Like, whoa, I'm just, I'm so lame. Emotionally it was just destroyed. so lame. It was just like, ugh. But anyway, that's that's but that's what you knew back mm. then. But some some young people are able to express themselves very well. Like they they're able to use language in a way that, that that describes a very intellectual way of feeling, and they haven't experienced that much, which mm-hmm. is interesting. You know what? You, you you just brought something up that I completely forgot about. So when I was in primary school, my reading and writing was probably a little bit under from where it should have been. So towards grade five and grade six, I started getting tutoring for about two years. And then my my vocabulary, my writing, my expression started to get really good. And then I went into high school and then I started to over-describe and and, and get into too much detail I found. (laughs) And everyone's like... Why the hell are you saying so much? Like, what would you say? I, 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 I don't remember exactly. I remember... Um, like uh, the blue, portable, red, turtle-looking, no, fancy but I, I, shop. I, 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 would, I would describe it in, in a lot of detail. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd talk and I'd say... The door examples. was made of mahogany wood and was recently covered with... And, with a, with a, with a, and then I found that, <laughs> that my peers would be like, oh, that, that's it's a lot of information about a door. <laughs> yeah, and, and then I kind of felt myself, okay, I'm kind of doing something a little bit weird and I retracted it. And then I kind of lost it because it's what I practiced in grade five, grade six, yeah. kind of stopped in, in year seven. And then turns out in year 10, 11, 12, I needed all that again. Yeah, well, isn't, I, isn't that all, all what writing that's exactly is about? Yeah, and yeah. then I kind of like, oh. I remember exactly how to do it properly. I don't like doing this as much anymore. Jeez, I was, I always, I had so much in my head and dad pulled out a story that I wrote, wrote, wrote yeah. in grade seven, year seven. And it was a story about aliens and, and crap. And I started off great. The story starts off, it describes what's happening, blah, 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 blah. And then I ended the story with like, in like half a paragraph and everyone died. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened it was just like it was like set it up set it up and then bah, 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 done <laughs> it's like I had I had it's like I had this great idea and I was getting through it and then three quarters of the way through I'm like oh this is taking too long how do I finish this in the quickest way possible let's just kill everyone oh. it was it was it was odd but I had I did see you over described I had this thing where I wrote and I would miss words. <laughs> so I would write sentences thinking I wrote one thing and then miss words. Like I would say, I wrote the, the two people went to the, to the, to the zoo. It'd I would, like I, I would, I would miss the, I would, I would, I would write the two people went to zoo. Well, it doesn't, yeah, to zoo. So miss like uh, something. And, so it's not grammatically correct. Yeah, right. And yeah. then, then everyone would get me to edit it and I'd read it back and I'm like, it looks fine to me. I can't, I can't see where the error is. And dad would like point. He's like, "What the hell? You're missing that there." I'm like, "Oh my god!" I, I know even, this. <laughs> I couldn't even see. This is like 
grade one. But oh. it was bizarre. Anyway, <laughs> we've gone way off topic a little that's bit. That's okay. But anyway, that's how I used to do it. Uh, were you exposed to a lot of ex- extreme extreme emotion in school and stuff? Um, I suppose for me in, in, in primary school, I got in, in a few fights. Yeah. But that's purely because um, uh, bullies. Do you ever talk about Tangle? No, no, not really. It's bizarre, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I had a few experiences where, you know, there were... Not fights, but they were pretty intense. I don't remember talking about it to anyone. It just sort of it happened. And, yeah, it's and gone. Then you, and then, and you then gone. yeah, it's just done. Yeah, Which actually, is I'm, I'm just going to go back one more thing on the school thing, and again with story writing. Oh, story writing, yeah. Yeah, so I never liked writing stories. Why? I hated creative writing when I was younger, because I always felt like I was being judged. So then it got to the point where we'd have to do a creative writing piece. And again, it's all through primary school and a little bit in early um, high school. We, we'd have to create something out of thin air. I'd write it down. I'm like, I hate this so much. It got to the point where I would just, I would stop and I'm like, I don't want to do this. I can't do it. Really? Yeah. I used to hate it because it, 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 it kind of gave me a bit of, of, of anxiety a bit. Writing stories, did Yeah, because I'm like, someone's going to read this. They're going to hate it and think it's stupid. And that's the same thought process that went through my head all the time. Wow. Yeah. So then for me, when I started writing songs and then like showing you guys, for me, that was huge. And then it got to the stage where I started feeling comfortable with you mm-hmm. guys and then showing you more mm-hmm. things. And, and then I felt I, that writing music with you guys helped me so much in our old high school band that's over a decade ago oh god i think war oh yeah over a decade ago yeah it's odd it's odd how time's going very quickly yeah oh but yeah so um, jumping back you never expressed that to anyone you never told anyone that's how you felt when you write yeah why i it made me cringe on the inside because I'm like, someone's going to judge this. Mm. People are going to hate this. And that was kind of like, I, I never wanted someone to, to read it because, oh, no, nah, it even gets me now to, to mm. think about how, how I used to feel. Mm, I used to have a lot of bottled up rage. Like, really? Uh, similar to some of the stuff you, we've talked about before, where, you know, you, you come out of a situation, you're like, I could have done this. I could have done this. I could have done this. But you didn't do anything. And, and you know, kind of... You just think of it again and again and again and again, and it just sort of starts tormenting you. It's like poison. And and the shoulda, woulda, coulda, coulda, yeah, are the worst thing to reminisce about. Yeah, I know. But it's shoulda yeah. done this, woulda done this, coulda done this. But it's not even good outcomes. Like you imagine some of the worst things on these people, and Wor- you look back Wor- on it, you're like, case scenarios. you're like, fuck, I'm pretty, pretty evil. Like some of the stuff you, comes into your brain sometimes, like Jesus, it's pretty. But I suppose it, bad. It, it's kind of your way of of how you process it. Yeah, but no one, no one's sort of like, hey, no man, one explains that to you. How, how are you feeling right now? Why are you feeling like that? Did he make you feel inferior? No one, no one ever came up to me and talked no about it. No one breaks it down. And then even if they did, I would probably be like, no, nah, I'm fine. Or like, it, it would be so like, I don't want to tell you, man, I'm fine. And and that's the exact same things when, like I said, I used to get, get bullied when I was younger. I would come home, be really quiet. My parents were like, 
what's happening? Are you okay? What's wrong? I'm like, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. Like, um, shrug my shoulders mm-hmm. over, look down, avoid eye contact until they realized that something was happening at school. Eventually got involved with um, the principal, found out the parents, contacted the parents. It was a huge thing. You said you came back. You said you got in fights where you were like bleeding and shit. Didn't they yep. see physical? So that, so that was a, about grade two, grade three. I mean, like I used to be bullied in, the, in grade Correct. one. Oh, jeez. You had a tough t- childhood, man. You know what? It was fine after grade three. Still, that's a tough childhood up until grade three. And not even telling. Express. Yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I've done this before, but I mean, obviously you had there, but creating barricades was a, probably a big thing in mm-hmm. your life. It's a big thing in my life. Um, how did you sort of come about doing that uh barricades for me is um i kind of like separate my emotion to it mm. like di- disassociate um what, what's actually happening was there so any time I don't, I don't, so I don't, I don't really feel as much was there any time where you like remember vividly where you were sharing something with someone like in school or the last 10 five ten years where you're like fuck i want to tell this to someone like yeah yeah heaps of times uh ah and for me it's um if i really liked someone again i feel like this is for everybody yeah it's a lot easier if if you if you if you like someone like a romantic interest and you're like i really want to tell them but i'm going to get rejected Mm. um uh one time i did do that and i did get rejected Again, this was in, in again, young love. Uh, it was um, in primary school. No, mm. in high school. And again, this is what something I haven't really... High oh, school. Yeah. This is something I haven't really told a lot of people, but I've mentioned it. Uh, there was this one girl, I'm not going to name her name. Uh, stupidly enough, I just professed my, my love to her. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I was not aware of this. And then she kind of took it and she's like, Thanks. Okay. <laughs> cool. Bye. Never talk to me again. What? And, I'm, and it just it devastated me. It was horrible. It was that time just after primary school. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, and just starting. Everything's high starting school. flying. And Emotions like, yeah. running wild. Oh my god. Oh my I'm god. Big you're kid beautiful. Now. Oh my god. And then I just get utterly shut down. Jesus. I don't think I ever professed my love like blatantly to to someone i did and and thinking back on it i'm like that was how, a how, how did i have that was a courageous kid that? man yeah where, where was that kid in like the later high school years probably gone because he's <laughs> because of that experience. jesus um, it's funny how rejection does that to you oh it sucks yeah oh jesus. my god oh. I, I i don't think i i don't think <laughs> i did that until i don't think i expressed i really like someone until i was an adult like, like I didn't go up to someone and like, I really like you. We'd love to see you again. Like that didn't happen until I was, and then I got rejected until I was what, 23, 24. Mm. It's, I, I never, I never had the courage to do that. I was just too busy playing Yu-Gi-Oh and. And, and low, weren't you? <laughs> no, League of Legends didn't start till I was about 20, 21, 22. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. <sighs> All right. Well, I guess barricades, uh, similar, I put barricades up, but I, I found it very hard 
again, going back on, no, not again, this is the first time I've spoken about it. <laughs> uh, sort of in relationships, I found it very difficult to, at the time, if I was angry, I would never, I would never say it. I would bottle it up. If I was, if I was annoyed, I would never reveal it. I would bottle it up. And I guess over time, it sort of ate at my uh, conscious consciousness. Yeah, I guess that's what I felt. And hopefully now I have the tools necessary to sort of be able to express those kind of things in a in a in a romantic relationship but you know you you've only learned those things with with time oh uh, yeah but you know if if i had learned this in in school if you know if there was we probably think An it'd be really foofy yeah. <laughs> how to express your emotions class okay I, imagine yourself at 15 16 17 <laughs> Oh, be, come in, guys. We're gonna have an, an emotional class. Come in. I could imagine our feelings. Yeah, yeah. No one would take it seriously. And, and Jeff would be like, "So I'm feeling, I'm feeling something." And, and Jeff would get up and be like, "I'm feeling horny." Like, it'd be like something like that. Uh, I, I feel like there's a reason why like that hasn't done yet. But if 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 you introduced it into a like if you introduced it from a like primary school. Just, just make it kind of normal to talk uh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, right. And Which, it was on guard. I, I think stuff like that's happening now, isn't is it? it? I don't know. I've, I haven't been to a primary school sure. in, in a long time. Very I've, long I've time. I've got young um, young family, sure cousins, <laughs> okay. nieces. Sure you do. No, yeah, yeah. no fair enough. I'm, I'm just joking. You've got come cousins, on, nieces. You go there all the time. I personally don't go to the schools ever. <laughs> what do they teach these kids these days? I thought I, they I, just teach them programming. It's just a bunch of kids no, and computers I, I, like, I, I, I think, again, well, uh, again, disclaimer, I haven't been to a primary school in a very long time. And I really don't know a lot about class curriculum mm-hmm. in primary school. But again, I, I think that it has been a lot more, um, a lot more talked about, emotions, um, and are you the okay movement kind of thing. So... It's not as, as taboo as, mm. as it was, say, like a decade ago or two decades ago, or hell, even like like um, like the Five six, like seventies or eighties or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's a lot more talked about. Uh, it probably will change over time. I think I think there will be a part of it where you learn to understand what you're feeling and then why you're feeling it, Emotional and then address health. that. And I reckon young people in like, well, I hope, I hope that. You know, by the time I'm 100, that young people, because um, I'm, oh, I'm going to live to 130. Ah, I'm going to live to 130. I'll be one of those old fit blokes, like, yeah, bruh. I don't know why I'm saying bruh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bruh, I'm going to take you down, bruh. Let's do this. As soon as my body starts to, like, wither, decay, mentally go, put me out to pasture. I don't, I think if you keep yourself healthy and exercise regularly, I think you will maintain, uh, yeah, it will decay. So you won't be as strong as you were before, but I think you can maintain a, a relatively fit body. You've seen old people that are relatively fit, Yeah. but, uh, back on those children, I really hope that, that we are heading towards a, a, a future where children are comfortable enough to be able to express who they are, what they're feeling and not have that fear of being judged for it. Um, but maybe that's the nature of being a child is that or is it society that that's that's causing us children to behave like that or or is it just the nature of children hmm it's actually a pretty good question you know because children can be quite mean right it's because they haven't learned empathy yet right so that if, if, if 
uh, they don't understand that being mean to someone actually causes harm a future like future yeah. harm like they don't realize so whether that whether you if you prevent kids from from causing that harm maybe no one will be empathetic do you know yeah. maybe no, maybe no. it has a good it has a purpose yeah like it'd be like if you get rid of bees the whole world dies so maybe maybe this uh, <laughs> well, i'm just saying <laughs> you, we don't know we don't know what the impact is if we took out all that kind of stuff and not i'm not saying it's good and i, 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 I really I, don't I think, think it emotional is. growth mm. you you have to you have to you have to, it, that's exactly in the word you, it has to grow you mm. have to learn it has to grow but even if you did cause that damage and then you were f- like then you talk about why did you do this why and the kid was like into himself okay i actually did this because i feel like i feel this i feel yeah that. Right? I did it for this reason yeah it, and, it, it's coming from say right. external sources and then like and then like and whatever. then you, you hear what the other kids stories like when he said this this is how i felt and i feel really scared all the time and, and the kid was like whoa okay i didn't know that uh, i don't know i don't I, I don't i don't know what the how to solve this if, if, if who does yeah well yeah psychologists and that's why they get paid <laughs> a shit ton <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we're still we're still trying to get it all all fixed uh, so yeah. why would anyone choose to be vulnerable Ross? i mean really it doesn't it sounds like a lot of stuff could go wrong but potentially could go wrong if you are vulnerable why why would anyone choose to be vulnerable you you honestly you normally wouldn't like it's a if you can help it you would uh, most people will try and avoid to to expose themselves yeah, well, in reality, it's not a comfortable situation. Oh, no, shit. It can be. What well, is it? Is it not comfortable because we've we've built it up to be not comfortable? Is it not comfortable because it just generally isn't comfortable? If you were, if you were, if you did this regularly, maybe you would be comfortable with with sharing a lot about right. yourself. And actually, um, the, the the same kind of feeling of um, of anxiety or um, vulnerability that like the heart racing, mm. the adrenaline going mm. through, is a really similar chemical reaction as um, excitement. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. I agree. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but what about like, maybe we just don't feel that connection with people to have that ability to, to share that stuff. That's, that's why it's not happening as much. That's why we feel so afraid to do it because, you know, the average person might feel really isolated and they're not able to share that with anyone. And if they can't share it to one person... Or if they, if they only can share this stuff to their partner and that partner, you know, something happens to that partner, then they're isol- even more isolated and, no and they don't have anyone. So do guys, should guys, and, and I hear this a lot, there should be like groups, like man, man, men groups, man groups, where you just go hang out with a bunch of dudes and, and just share shit that you... And the, 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 there are places like that, like, uh, like, like man sheds. Man sheds. Yeah, they're, 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 they're a legitimate thing. Well, I heard about a couple in Canada. I'm, I've they're, looked they're, up there's a few also here. some here as well. Yeah, man yeah. sheds. Yeah, that's a cool term. Um, otherwise, also like man um, sheds, <laughs> where we go to make sheds yeah. and talk about shit that we don't want to talk about with anyone else. <laughs> just so I, I'm imagining like or like an ad. Just it's like this like block like writing and just like man. Psh, Sheds, <laughs> and then it's just like, <laughs> and then just a bunch of dudes just lifting weights and be like, "Oh, I'm feeling really angry. Why are you feeling angry, bro? 
uh, I don't know what they would say. Like, Jonathan said I was an idiot. And just, I don't know. It'd just be funny. It, and I think maybe I'm joking about it because it's... Because it's something that you feel uncomfortable about? Probably, yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah, I'm even going red at the moment. Yeah, man. but you know what? I, I, you do it. I do it. If you're uncomfortable about something, but you still want to talk about it, you joke about it. Yeah, you, like, you, but it, you take the piss of it. <laughs> it's true, but you know, th- there is value there. Um, I haven't explored it though. I think having having a, a support group to have that that base and that connection with people is is quite a valuable tool. Well, not tool, but thing no, I, to have. I understand that. It, it's almost like a, a support group. It is. Well, it's someone who can who can you push can you, who things. can share with, who can in, in in a safe space. When when you're when you're going down a bad you know loop, they're like, "Hey, man, why are you feeling that?" And and they push it, and and then you discover something about yourself that you might have taken years to discover about yourself. Um, and I suppose like it, it's sometimes good not to uh, to have your really close friends who have known you your entire life, mm. but also have people who you can just share things with with no other connotation no yeah. other history just because it's a blank slate they can yeah. see things with fresh eyes whereas you've got your best mates you talk to them you you share things with them but you may not sure share everything with them well at times i think there might be a limitation like and i don't think there should be i think all friendships should have be able to have that connection but sometimes there is there feels like that limitation like if you if you say something like oh they'll just agree with you and sometimes you don't need them to agree with you. Sometimes like, oh man, that's shit. Or, or oh, she's a fucker. Like, you know, yeah. they either blame it on whatever. They don't, they don't like, hey man, you never, maybe it's you. You never, you know, they, may, they, maybe they, you're they the one causing it. Yeah, to right? the actual issue. Yeah. It's skimmed over because, oh, he's my mate. I don't want to hurt him. Right. And, and it's coming from a good place, but sometimes it's, it may not be yeah. the best, the best solution. Sometimes truth, the truth hurts and it sucks, but sometimes you need to hear the truth. Mm. And you may not yeah, realize it, but sometimes you need to hear it from yourself. I think, yeah. I think that's a, a lot of power. Like you, you can hear it from other people, but like, oh, what the hell did he know? But until that that surfaces in you, you're never gonna really but accept I, it. I also think as friends, you you should try and keep an eye out on, on on your friends. And again, if if your friend's someone who doesn't really take criticism well, just gently introduce the idea. Of whatever well, the situation or whatever it is, just so that they may, may subconsciously just start thinking about it mm. and exploring the idea them themselves. But again, it depends on your relationship, on the friendship, on the situation. It's so many variables, mm-hmm. so it's not a blanket thing for everyone. And do you reckon it's criticism? I don't think I don't think it'll work. I think you're better off sharing something about yourself and and be like, look, this is as an example. Yeah, and yeah. then and then they'd be like, whoa, right, man. Because like we talked about before, if you share something about yourself that you wouldn't normally share about, people are more likely to open up. When you drop your guard and express your vulnerabilities, mm. people take that they they get taken off. They what I'm trying to say, they they get taken by surprise and like, okay, wow, they've shared something really really deep. I I feel like I'm in a safe space because yeah, yeah. I'm not judging them. Mm. They don't feel judged by me. Um, I, I can drop my guard, have a quick have a quick conversation, and actually really get to the bot the, mm. the bottom of it. I reckon ninety nine percent of the time those judgments that you feel are happening inside all your in head, head. It, it's not even there. Yeah. yeah. All in your head. 
But if, yeah, it's hard to get past that. It's, 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 a, very it's a shoulda, woulda, couldas. It's not even well, shoulda, woulda, couldas. It's like, to... even if you start thinking like, like you walk past a girl and she looked 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 at you funny and you're like, oh, fuck, she thinks I'm gross looking. And you're like, oh, well, no, no, I feel like, oh, no, she thinks I'm disgusting. Oh, maybe I got something on my shirt. Oh, maybe I look horrible. Oh, maybe something on my face. But maybe she was just like, oh, I've had a hard day. You know, she might not have even seen you, right? And you, you've created this whole internal monologue and of something that might not even have concerned you. So it's these... You're right. I, I, I do the same thing yeah. with myself. I'm like, oh man, I feel like a piece of shit today. I'm, I'm the ugliest person in the world. Why the fuck would anyone want, want to be with me? I walk past, look in the mirror, I'm like, you're not a complete shit. You're actually like, you're, you're you're not God's gift to women. It's like, but you're you're not you're a good guy. You look okay. Get back out there. Stop being an idiot. You, you know this is completely irrelevant. <laughs> that was this is my Halloween um, costume for one Halloween. I <laughs> I had a suit and a tag with <laughs> saying two women. From, from God. So I was, I was God's gift to woman. It was, it was pretty funny. I thought that's, it was hilarious. That's pretty good. But I think the joke went over people's heads because I did it in South Korea. So people were like, oh, she's just dressed it. in a suit until you got to the Westerners. And they're like, what the hell is it? Oh, right. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. No, that's actually a good one. It was hilarious. Why did I never think of that? Well, you have to Google. I was literally... <laughs> Funniest costumes. Funniest e- I was like, funniest easy costumes. And <laughs> came up with that. I was like, that's perfect. I felt like, I felt retarded though. Because I was walking around like, what are people going to think, think of this? Is this going to get a good reaction or a bad reaction? Again, in a monologue. No one probably, they probably, people probably found it as funny as I did. Or, I they, thought, or they thought that's I was hilarious. a douche. Dude, honestly, <laughs> um, I, I might steal that. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh... Anyway. So, actually, I think, no, no um, uh, stick on, on the subject for a second. Why would anyone choose to be vulnerable? We never really delved into that. I think people would choose to be vulnerable because it's a really good way for them to uh, express express uh, traumatic events that they've actually been to through or emotional events that they have, have had a hard time dealing with. And for them, it's a process of healing. So they can drop their guard, they can share it. And then from that... Start to get better. Start to to one step, well, one foot in front, in front of the other, and start moving on. So for me, um, I think that that would be one of the main reasons why someone would uh, would would choose to put themselves in such a a a hard situation. Because, like I said, who the hell wants to be vulnerable to get potentially attacked emotionally or physically? Hmm. But if you're doing it to, to self-heal and self-love, that makes sense to me. Yes, but I, I think you have to be weary about who you're vulnerable to sometimes too. You can't just go out and tell everyone. You're like, hey, man. Da, da, da. And, and absolutely. <laughs> I think- and, 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 and that I... Like, if you're sharing something really, really hard mm. for you... You wouldn't just you wouldn't just share it to someone willy nilly. Yeah, and it's sort of it, I think it happens over a natural process. You sort of you start chatting, and then and then something happens, and, and it, it something clicks, and you're like, all right, I feel safe. Or, or, or you feel like or they I just, understand, or, or even or like a similar experience. Yeah, or even like something clicks in your head. You're like, I need to say this. 
like something just sometimes happens you're like i need i need i need to sell this right now yeah. um and i wouldn't say just go force it because if you go force it i don't i don't know if that's it's not coming from a right no, place no, i don't think that works um yeah and actually um uh today i was listening to another podcast by Russell Brand. I you should only be listening to this podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this oh, this God. is the only I one. Failed you, said. you should be hearing. Oh, no. Your name's in done? everything. You should be listening to this every day. Uh, I, I, I do it. on I repeat because there's only there's only eight episodes. But um, but anyway, um, what I heard, and again, that, that that's what kind of prompted me to go down that that thought process. People it, people expose their vulnerabilities to to recover, and to to try and try and heal and mend and move forward. The quote was. Um, Pain that can't be transferred will be transmitted. So if you're not be if you're not able to deal with your pain, you might sometimes um, you might sometimes put my, my you might sometimes put um, accidental pain or frustration, or you may take it out on someone, and you haven't really found the root cause of why you're doing it. So for me, that was like shit. I never even thought of that. No, I completely agree with that. I think if, if you haven't worked out what's in yourself, unconsciously you will definitely be pushing something. Yeah, the house does that. Cool. <laughs> um, you'll be pushing something that that you're insecure about because you didn't work through it. I, I, I can definitely. That's it. exactly it. So, I guess let's just go through the last question because I think it's quite important. So the question is, do we try to overcompensate and get everyone to like us rather than disagreeing and potentially causing any conflict? I think this is something that a lot of people find themselves doing because people who tend to be agreeable tend to be... It's a lot easier to like agreeable people. But but if if you're just agreeing with everyone, you're not really... You're not really making an impact in a way. You're just like, oh, yeah, that's that's cool. And are you really contributing? Yeah, you know... Really, you get good conversation. You get really cool stuff going when, when, when someone starts disagreeing. And you find that those conversations are the ones that stick in your head the most because you're emotionally engaged. Like, and you, you, kind of, you kind of in a way want to convince the person that your, your way of thinking is the right way, but you probably won't ever be able to do that because you'd be both be doing that at the same time. But it's, uh, I think you miss out on opportunities to connect if you're always agreeing with people. You know what I find really interesting about that? I tend to find myself doing that. I do it all the time. Even now. And again, mm. especially at work, I find just having conversations with, with, with colleagues and just people I'm, I, I'm like, because I'm in sales. Um, people that I work with and customers, I just, I keep everything light and breezy because to be honest, I don't want to mentally deal with a deeper conversation when I'm at work. Mm. I, I sometimes get into them, but most times... I just I push it aside. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. That's okay. I had a really good weekend, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, that's awesome too. And if they say something controversial, I'm like, eh, well, um, I'm not really sure. Okay, and, but, but then when I'm with, like, when I'm with uh, other groups of friends or if I'm not working or with, with just out and about, then I'll start getting into real conversations. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the mental capacity when I'm at work. I do agree, but I think that... Uh, for me, personally. I, I, I agree. There, there is a place and a time for it. But the thing I find annoying at, at, at like workplaces is you kind of ask these questions, but you don't really want to hear an answer. Like You're like, oh, how was your weekend? 
Oh, good. That's great. How's you? How are you feeling? How's that? How how are you? Like everyone asks, how are you? Morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Yeah, good. How thanks. are you? <laughs> Yourself. Good. How are you? Good. And uh, that's that's the end, right? Very rarely do you hear, how are you? I'm actually not feeling too good today. <laughs> you know, uh, bit, alarm <laughs> that's what I mean. You 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 would be like, yeah, uh, do I really? It's the first thing clicks on. Like, Here we go. Or or like. I, I kind of just want to go do my work. Like there's, there's like that, and I get that that there's a time and a place, but it's purely just a formality. Hey, hey yeah, going? but sometimes it's it's kind of annoying. You just, you're just like, what's the point of even saying how are you? Just might say hey. And 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 if you don't say hi, even people are like, oh, why is really rude? Yeah, right. And but, and then and then and then you're misconstrued. You're like, I, I just just want to go start my work, do what I need to do. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't say hi to you. Yeah, that. But the weird thing about Australians is they'll ask how are you and not even expect a response. Like you can go how are you, how are you, <laughs> and yeah. keep going, and it's a, it's a right, for, it's okay. That's it's normal. That's a, it's a normal thing to do. It's weird. You gotta love colloquialism. <laughs> it's very strange. If you went to America and then you're like how are you, and they're like great, how about you? Yeah, kept walking. They'd be like, why isn't he replying to me? <laughs> What's going on? Uh... What did I do wrong? But yeah, I. I I lost my train of thought. That's okay. <laughs> All right, let's let's leave it there. So we went through a lot of different things on vulnerability and uh, shared a little bit. Did we share a little bit about ourselves? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Past experiences, younger us. Yeah. So look, love to get this started um, as a conversation. So if anyone wants to you know, email us or, or shoot a message on, on social medias, just start responding to shit. Like it, and, and we're happy to respond because again, apparently I found out that I love deep conversations uh, recently. Yes, apparently I don't like, uh, I, I meet people and within a day we'll be talking about, um, life. <laughs> what happens when we die? Nah, it, it, it's but, 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 made aware to me very recently. So I, I, I I'm very happy to have these conversations. And with absolutely, with and, and if anyone comments or sends us an email, we will respond to every, every single email. One hundred percent. I mean, if there's a million emails, you know what? I'll make that commitment. If I get a million emails within the week, I will. I will. <laughs> Actually, no, not emails. Can we? Can we just respond on Facebook? That'd be a bit easy. I don't like clicking my emails because I get a lot. Facebook of, I get a lot of spam and yeah. also Instagram as well. Yeah, anything. Awesome, just, just to start that conversation. Thank you so much for li- listening to us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it as much as, as we enjoy talking about it. Yeah. Um, and like we said, any questions gives a gives a, a, a buzz. Okay. Mm. Or any feedback, we'd love to hear it. That's it. Um, stay in school. Keep you it stay cool. Classy. <laughs> keep it classy, America. <laughs> stay in school. Keep it cool, and have a lovely evening, day, morning, whatever it is, wherever you are. Um, summer, winter, spring. Enjoy the time okay. see you guys now. I just I just don't like ending things I just okay, we're all right, we're gonna end it <laughs> goodbye <laughs> <laughs>